so what if I were to tell you that no problem is too big for the power of kinetic belief to overcome? Today, how to journal your way out of any problem and enjoy living your best life in three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings, unwavering kinetic believers all over the world. Welcome back. I'm Stephen Canyon. So glad you could join us. Email address is kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. If you've got any questions, comments, stephencanyon.com is the website. Well, hello, my best friend, Miss Maggie. Top of the morning. Thank you. How are you? Really good. Yeah, bright and shiny once again. Here you are. Bright and shiny, yes. Happy Friday. What? You know, happy Friday. What does that even mean? Happy Friday. What's Friday? Uh, what is Friday, right? Well, I think, it, what is it, April the 42nd? I'm having a problem with even calling the days anything anymore. Just, it's tomorrow, well, it's today. That's all, ooh, yeah. No more Fridays. It's, there's yesterday, today, and tomorrow. It's just day. Happy day. Today. Well, you know, I, Happy day. I enjoy, regardless of what day it is, I enjoyed, <laughs> I got to tell you, our journey together this morning into the world of Vincent van Gogh. Van Gogh. Gah. Is it? I I actually like saying Van Van Gogh, Van Vincent Van Gogh. I like both of them. I've heard it both ways too. Van Gogh. People who look like they know what they're talking about, though, I mostly say Van Gogh. <laughs> We've got this <laughs> fantastic book. It's the life and works of Van Gogh. Yeah, and that was your mother's. It's all yeah, and it's five hundred images. And a gallery of his, his greatest paintings, but mm-hmm. it is absolutely beautiful, isn't it? Yes, stunning. Yes. He produced over 2,000 works of art. Wow. In, what, what is he, 37? Did he live to be 36, 37? The, the speed at what, you, at what you have to paint to, to do that. Well, we were looking at some of them, and the, they were dated, and it would say something like uh, August 1888. Mm-hmm. And then you would look at this next beautiful painting. August 1888. And another one, August 1880, is when he did the work. I like the date of the, the date, 18th the, uh, or the year. No, August August 1888. Oh, okay. Wow. Year. The Got year. It. He did it in, in that month and that year. And just like one after another after another. Just the volume. Prolific. Yeah, just the absolute, the, the numbers that he was out. And not just how many he was doing, but, you know, every single thing he was putting out was a masterpiece. Extraordinary. Yeah. And, you know, something we were... that. We were talking about earlier also is that, you know, he started off as in, in, as a realist impressionist. Mm-hmm. Um, using the more lines. Cl- more classical. Classical, yeah, and yeah. which is just the imitation of what you see. Right. You're, you're imitating it. Your bowl of fruit looks like a bowl of fruit. Yeah, uh, which, <laughs> you know, I think it's amazing to be able right. to do that. My bowl of right. fruit yeah. looks like a, a bowl of eggs, you know, <laughs> or <laughs> something is other that, than fruit. That, is that scrambled eggs? <laughs> That's an apple. But is it the eye, the eye of the beholder, right? <laughs> sure, why not? Sure. But then, you know, then he developed in, expressionism and that's where it just became this otherworldly 
thing. Well, and, I, and personally, anytime that I see an artist's early work being so classically, you know, well done, and, and they're really putting on display just their technical skill, and then that I, th- I think that makes their modern works later more interesting and you can enjoy them more because it you see it as a real choice to paint that way Um, because so many people I think can look at modern art and go oh a kid could do that but the point of it is is that they could paint it really anything in any way that they want Mm. but they're producing the the choice is there to give you this vision and this reflection just of how they see things which I think is fascinating and you know something like with a Van Gogh Mm-hmm. is that he was the first in so many ways. So he's yeah. being original to himself. Yeah. You know, there have been a lot of so-called Van Goghs to come along because they're seeing what he was doing right. and then imitating that style. Mm-hmm. But it didn't make it original. He's so original, right? Original, the every, first. Every single time I look at any of his works, and we actually um, got to see quite a few of them when we were at the Smithsonian not that long mm-hmm. ago in D.C. Um, but it, it, whether it's in person or, or just a picture of one of his works, the, the movement is what always strikes me. The the whole piece looks like it's moving. It looks like it's vibrating and and in this constant state of motion. Yeah, yeah. And now here's the takeaway. All of us are artists in our own unique way. Every single person has is a one of a kind, like a Van Gogh. There is on the inside of us one of a kind, the essence of purity mm-hmm. that is unlike anybody else. Yeah. But now here's the thing. Very few people ever find their Van Gogh, ever find their original Mm -hmm. self to the extent of being able to effectively communicate that for others to appreciate secondarily, but first for themselves to appreciate. So we spend our lives as impressionists uh, imitating what we see Mm -hmm. or producing what others are expecting of us. Well, and as somebody who is innately very creative um, with overt art whether it's music or painting or whatever um i that is always the the hardest thing to overcome is the pre-existing information in your mind that other people have put there and then you know even even to work on a piece and and not think about how someone else will view it is difficult so clearing your mind not just of the old information but of what people will think about it in the future is is huge difficult because we're looking for validation yeah. difficult because we want someone to approve of us yeah. love me like Lo- me low self-esteem and why is that <laughs> it's because we haven't learned to yeah. uh, unconditionally love ourselves first and that's what it means to become a successful yeah. kinetic believer we learn to unconditionally love ourselves. We look within so that we don't have to be validated by anybody else. So what, when we do this, we're actually addressing low self-esteem, mm, yeah. which is a byproduct of needing someone else's approval. Absolutely. So true. So we continue to look within to, first of all, discover what is our creative genius. What is the thing that makes us different that we can begin to fashion and express without consideration of what other people may think about us, if they're going to approve of it or not. And we find that Van Gogh, that Van Gogh on the inside of us and just begin to express it without consideration of, are they going to like it? What are they going to say about me? Will they approve of me? Are they going to talk about me behind my back? All of those things. Well, and I think with any creative artistic endeavor, the the success 
and that that uh, satisfaction is going to come in the doing because you can overthink something and, and you're thinking about what will people think what am I going to do what should I put my hand to but the success is always going to be in the action and in actually you know figuring it out through the process and and it's in the journey that that you find that that um the outcome that you're looking for. Sure. And, you know, that's the hope of it. Most people remain average because they don't graduate like you're talking about. They don't move beyond um, the imitation and the expression of what they're seeing and seeing other people doing. So we all really begin as impressionist human beings, uh, copying and imitating and just putting out what, what other people are expecting us to put out there, imitating what we like. But then... Oh my goodness. Then then those who go on to live their best lives, they graduate on purpose. It's always intentional. You've got, you know, the person that becomes the best version of themselves, the most authentic version of themselves, does it by looking within and deciding one day, it, it, you know, it just it's like a a strike of lightning or something that just dawns on them that wait a minute. I don't I actually don't fit into what I've been imitating and seeing. I really am someone that's different. I have different tastes. I'm, I'm attracted to different things that are unique to me. And gosh darn it, I want to be an expression of who I am. And that's called unconditional love. So what happens is then we go back to our original as expressionist artists of that creative genius that's within us. We go back to the beginning and decide and determine to on purpose be an expression of the subjective perspective of expressing our creative genius. And I'm going to begin it right now today. And the law of attraction is going to begin moving into my life and surrounding me with this artistic creation of my subjective perspective, my subjective reality that's unique to me and no one else. Nobody else sees life the way that I do. And so as a creative creator, I'm going to begin expecting the very best unique version of myself to be communicated to the world around me. And then we begin manifesting what we are destined to become, destined for others to see. It's our destiny that begins showing up right now because our expectations for self have changed according to the, um, not the impressionistic vision of life, but the expressionist vision for life. Well, and I have to say there's something really organically beautiful about what you're describing, this idea that we are quite literally carrying around within us everything that we will need to express ourselves in the right way, to be original, to find ourselves, to succeed as that original self. And this idea that we're this really beautiful, compact uh, um, well-equipped vessel for all of this and we don't need it out from any of these outside sources is again it's just a really beautiful image that you've sort of painted for us well let's talk about how to journal our way out of any problem i think a lot of people's uh, problems are somewhat magnified right now mm-hmm. and i know a lot of a, a lot of uh, listeners and some of the feedback we're getting they're experiencing problems they've never imagined before yes things that uh, are magnified when you remove the noise of the world and are finding yourself isolated, then all of a sudden dreams are changing and shadows are becoming monsters and voices of condemnation seem to be louder for a lot of people. So let's talk about how to journal our way out of these subjective problems that seem to be showing up. Are they real? 
Well, they are if you believe they are. Journaling is the way out of anything, and kinetic belief is the formula for journaling our way away from anything that would be an obstacle in our lives. And, you know, first of all, let me just say this. What a unique opportunity everybody has right now to work on self, to work on rediscovering or going back to the original version of self, to amplify that and begin moving that to the forefront and seeing it as manifesting right now in our lives. Well, and something that I love about what you've what you've taught us before and the way that it ties into what we're experiencing in isolation today is you've always taught us that this this process is supposed to be fun and full of light and full of positivity and you know working on self doesn't need to be drudgery and this negative this should be a bright spot in our day. It's not labor intensive. It's something we get to do. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be something that we we get to do and we look forward to even every day. And that's a great point, Megan. You know, one of the things that I always withdraw from is formulas. I <laughs> mathematics. I thought you were going to say work. <laughs> isn't that what a formula is? Yeah. It's something I've never I liked. Don't like it. I prefer the holistic way of, of approaching life. To yes. me, that's fun. Well, it's natural, it's, right? You can feel your way holistically through just about anything. Yes, absolutely. If I could cook holistically, I think a lot of people do. Yeah. Uh, and then there are a lot of people that will cook using a formula. Yeah. You know, a, a teaspoon of this, a half a teaspoon of that, a cup of this, half a cup, whatever, whatever. <laughs> right. That yeah. that's drudgery to me. That's baking. <laughs> no, that's, that's baking. You're, you're going to want oh, a recipe for that, right? <laughs> I want the holistic cake. <laughs> I, whenever I bake, like it's either about 10 times smaller than I expect it to be or 10 times bigger than I thought it would be. Oh, and then it comes out completely skewed. And then, you know, and then all of a sudden you realize, oh, wait a minute, I am, I'm baking for 20. So oh, I've yeah. got to, now I've got to multiply yeah. my teaspoons. I think the first time I ever baked something was with my, my little best friend, Michelle. And we didn't, we got confused and used salt instead of sugar. Oh my gosh. <laughs> In the cookies. How did you figure that one out? Uh, we figured it out pretty, pretty quick. <laughs> How to journal your way out of any problem. And I actually, you know, we have a 100 day guided journal. It's the law of attraction, 100 day guided journal. And um, I'm just going to take a few of the pages from it today mm -hmm. and okay. let's talk about yeah. how we're actually moving from day to day and dealing with some of the problems that seem to be magnified right now in this time of isolation, regardless of where you are in the world. Should people be following along or getting their journals out with us? Or do Oh, absolutely. Just... If you've got one, get it out and we'll just start with page uh, day one. That's a great place to yeah. begin. And uh, but just just kind of throwing it out there, for example, uh, on day one in the guided in the guided journal, we're just talking about attracting the perfected life like we're talking about now, going back to the beginning to see yourself subjectively in the way that we were created in the image of the creator blueprinted unlike anybody else, in order that we can then, should we choose, and I would underscore, should we choose to live our own unique best life? Because it is a choice. Belief is a choice. What we believe to choose to live or to become or to experience is always a choice. So should we choose to live our creator's design and blueprint, his, the creator's bias for us, then we begin attracting the perfected life according to the things that we choose about ourselves. Just like a Van Gogh, he, he chose, if you look at his, his later works of art, 
It's all in motion. He would take just a, the most sterile church building somewhere in Paris and mm-hmm. on the landscape. And if you look at the actual photograph of the gray church building, it's the most sterile, bland, blasé version of a church or a building that you know you could ever photograph. But then you look at Van Gogh's interpretation of that, and it's alive, mm-hmm. and Full it's colorful, yeah. and it's it's like a floral church. Mm-hmm. Well, that was his subjective reality or imagery of that church building, and that's the way it is for the purposeful kinetic believer, is to go back to your original and then see the floral version of your own life like no one else can see it. And we begin journaling the, the details and the expectations of that beautiful design of our own lives. Well, and that's a really perfect example because something you just said a moment ago that I thought was really great is you said we're going to be feeling our way holistically through this process. So get rid of getting rid of the rigidity and like you said, the formula idea, get rid of the work mentality. I'm going to work on myself. No, this is a beautiful journey of creativity like a Van Gogh when he sat down to paint um, a church like you're describing. There's he he worked his way through those colors and he worked his way through that journey and and almost as if he was telling a story and so overlaying that with what we're doing now like you said feeling our way holistically through this process i really really love that take on it so as soon as we see ourselves imitating something that's when we stop and say wait a minute that's not my version <laughs> right that's an imitation mm-hmm. and we we get to the place where as purposeful kinetic believers, we realize and recognize that while we're here in the land of the living, we should not be pinging off of what we see, living by what we hear and what others are telling us. We actually begin it being an expression of our interpretation of the world that's around us, creating then our subjective reality for expectations to manifest our best lives, our best health and prosperity, mind, body, spirit, and soul advancing toward perfected completion. Mm. So one of the most exciting privileges that we all have as a creative creator is we have the ability to imagine and to attract desires for advancing our, our bodies and our minds and our soul. The kinetic belief guided journaling, what it does is it releases the constructive forces that we all have with authority and dominion. It releases that into our lives. It releases the, the power of attraction. It releases the ability to attract through the law of attraction the constructive forces to change our circumstances, to change our lives, to manifest our our highest um, viewpoints and thought forms into, into reality. And we do this on purpose by journaling these things. Why are we doing that? Because we don't want any defects to be showing up in our lives. Nothing missing, nothing broken, no sickness, no virus, impervious to all of these things. And it's, it is a choice. It's what we decide and determine to believe. So it is the, through journaling, like here we are on day one, attracting our perfected life. That's what we're ultimately wanting to do. So we begin the process by understanding we've got to deal with our continuum of thoughts. And that means developing a thought form and absolutely not allowing it to become broken by fear, negative thoughts, 
someone saying something like, well, who do you think you are thinking that you can go and start XYZ company? You don't have any money. You don't have the right kind of education. You don't have the right experience. All of those things. So we overcome those negative influencers by staying close to our journal. It becomes our articles of faith. It becomes our um, uh, objective for life. And if we hear something or see something or somebody tells us something that's not in alignment with our positive energetics, then we cast it down. How do we know if that is, you know, you, you hear something new tomorrow? Go back to your journal. And is that a conviction? Is that something that I want for my life? And if it's not, cast it down. And we don't consider it to consider things that are not in alignment or in agreement with what we want to see manifest in our lives is to be double-minded, is to be wavering in our thoughts. And double-mindedness stops the thing you were hoping for from manifesting into your life. Mm, Wow, that double-mindedness topic is a big one, isn't it? Because um, we all have emotions. We're human. We're spirit beings in this in this earthly vessel. And this earthly vessel is like, what, 90% emotion? 10, feel, feel, 10% feel. water? Well, I feel this. I feel that. Well, I just don't feel like you like me. I feel like they don't, <laughs> they don't believe in me. Right. Um, yeah. And that is though emotions. Anybody that can control their emotions can accomplish anything in life. Yes, absolutely. Anything. So it is the most amazing thing to be able to, on purpose, actually manifest the life that you want to live. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, too. The reason that the, the guided um, journal is so powerful, because it's through the increase of knowledge that our good producing habitual thoughts will absolutely attract the original perfected you, the original perfected me. And it has to come through the increase of knowledge. It's not just the practice of journaling. It's not going to be just the practice of expecting something to change. Nothing just changes. We have to increase our knowledge. What happens? When we're increasing our knowledge, we're increasing our expectations. We become more steadfast in the expectation for change to show up, good change to show up in our lives. Wishful thinking doesn't get anything done. Coveting doesn't change anything. Just because you see you see a red car go by and you really would like to have one doesn't mean one's going to show up in your driveway. <laughs> We've got to increase our knowledge in order to be able to change our thoughts, change our words, change our actions so that we begin moving toward the thing that we're expecting to attract into our lives. Well, and I like I like this idea that in order to move forward, in order to progress, we do have to increase in knowledge because if that wasn't the case, then that actually made me think about the process that I went through as a child of learning violin. And, you know, if knowledge doesn't matter, then I could have just practiced from, for 10 years and become this amazing violinist. But I needed a teacher. I needed someone there to give me that new information and that fresh knowledge when I would come up against that wall because, you know, practicing and doing the right thing with the, the current state of knowledge can only get you so far. So I feel like knowledge is always going to, going to be the thing that sort of catapults you to that next level again and again and again. You know, imaginations, like you're talking about uh, taking violin lessons, you had a lot of imagination for playing the violin. But without knowledge, you weren't able to, you didn't have the ability to inhabit your imagination to actually holistically see yourself moving into the personification of your idea and imagination for becoming that perfected violinist. So it's the knowledge that you're gaining through the instructor 
uh, paired with the imagination for becoming the the virtuoso violinists that you were able to inhabit that imagination for manifestation. Well, and I'm glad that you brought up imagination because that's even a topic that you that we need to increase in knowledge on to to you know basically go to imagination school because we need to know you, you know that's what I feel like you do every day with us here is you, you you're teaching us how to cultivate imagination how to hang on to the imagination how to make it come to fruition and to manifest into our lives we're hanging on to our imagination by journaling those highest viewpoints and then and only then are we able to inhabit our imaginations in order to be able to define our prosperous lives because it's without the definition that we can't even begin to construct the holistic version of our prosperous lives. The perfected version of us always increases as we gain knowledge. And that's why I've done the 100-day guided journal so that with each day that we're turning the page and, and graphing out our expectations for self, and we're gaining the knowledge of our expectations, and then it's through the possession of our desires that they begin to manifest. Mm. The possession of those imaginations, the, the uh, inhabiting of those, and then it all is just simply relative to the mm. kinetic stick to it this velocity of our beliefs, not being wavering in our thoughts. Well, and something really interesting that we've talked about a lot about the guided journal is something that you really just touched on, which is the progression of knowledge. Because there is a, a nugget of knowledge that, that we need on day one that we, we, wouldn't, we don't necessarily need day 90 on day one. And so the guided journal has this really beautiful linear upward progression of knowledge. So it really takes you by the hand day by day by day and increases you and, ex- and it's expanding with you as you go through it. Well, sure. And so just like the things we're, we're now talking about, these are all located on day one of the guided journal. So this is what the, the mindset begins to become as you read through yeah. these words and you mm-hmm. begin to gain understanding that this is the process for the law of attraction to be able to start changing the circumstances of your life. And then you get down to the bottom of the page one and the guidance for journaling simply is this. It's to form a mental picture of yourself as you want to be. And you start right there. You form that holistic mental version of yourself. You begin meditating on that. You can get away from the noise of wherever you're located. You may be in total silence or who knows. Maybe you got the neighbor's dogs and your own dogs and all the kids, whatever it is. (laughs) Find a way. Put on some headphones and just let everybody know that, hey, I'm checking out for a little bit. I'll see you in a day or two (laughs) or 10 minutes, whatever. Whatever you can afford. Get away from it. And form that mental picture of yourself. And give yourself permission and license to do this. In other words, fearlessly see yourself not through the eyes of anyone else. No one else in your family unit, no, no employer or employee, nobody else. To see yourself fearlessly as you want to be. Not as you wish you could be. Now, hold on. There's a big difference there. Wishing is just wishful thinking. That's all it is. No, as you want to be, as you're determining to become, as you determine to see yourself, form that mental picture. And then at the greatest height and viewpoint that your imagination can possibly reach from where you are right now. And here's the thing. Let me just, let me just add this. That will change over the next 100 days because your ability to 
increase that highest viewpoint perspective it's like you're going to start off flying as a sparrow but in a, you know 60 days you'll be flying at the height of an eagle but don't worry about that yet so just start right where you are with what you have and at the greatest height of your ability right now imagine that mental picture of yourself as you want to be what happens when you pull yourself back perspectively you see a larger portion of your life you see a greater amount of territory now, now what I would want you to do is to begin to put words to what you see. Descriptive words, adjectives, not of the things you don't want to see, nothing negative, but you're just going to write down words that you want to see, that you do see from that expectation of what you wish and desire to be. And that's the process that you begin by journaling to attract your perfected life. And this we're talking again about. It's just day one. Having a desire for more out of life is the beginning to attracting more. Mm -hmm. So it's not even worth your time or effort or anybody else's to begin this process until you really and truly desire more than you have right now. You're just, you know what? You're, you're fed up with the way things have been, and you're just to the place of, you know what, nothing I've been trying is actually working. I've one step forward, two steps back. We've all heard that expression. Yeah. It's when you get just to the point of, I'm willing to do anything that it takes for me to have a better life. That's when you begin the process of guided journaling. Absolutely. And, and you're right. We've all had that moment. If you're a kinetic believer, we've all had that moment of recognizing that what we've been doing is not working and we want something new. We want something fresh. What are we doing? We're supercharging our imaginations. Why? Because we want something new. We want something fresh. So to do that, supercharge the imagination. And that means you're going to have to go beyond the familiar. You can't, we, we can't design our lives to become something different from where we are. We have to actually go to a different place in order to imagine a different place. Well, we do that by going within, within to the genius of the proverbial Van Gogh that's within all of us. And you start from there, a new imagination and a new beginning. And we supercharge our imaginations to do that. Look, don't forget the genius already exists within you. You're not going to have to go and get some kind of a supercharged education. You don't have to go and read any advanced books on geometry or mathematics. Thank you, Creator, for that one. But we already have, we all do have everything that we will ever need for enjoying our best lives. And look, here's the deal. The tipping point to receiving our best lives manifested is always going to be self. No one else. This is the one thing that we are not able to blame anybody else for. No one. The dog will never eat your homework that's going to prevent you from manifesting your best life. No excuses. It's always going to be up to you and to me. And that's a great thing. Think about it. We're not going to have... <laughs> if, you, if you take every, every other possible thing out of the blame game, that means we can be successful. There is not one person on this planet that can actually prevent you or me from experiencing our best life while we're here. That is our authority. That is our creative dominion. 
that the Creator gave all of us to be able to use to attract and experience our best lives. That's so true because when you step into the fullness of the power of being the linchpin, the the reason that you're going to succeed, you take that full re- depth of responsibility for exactly how good and how great and how awesome your life is going to be. Nothing feels better than that. When you actually embrace that, it's it's just incredibly exciting to have that that level of control over your life, over what your life looks like and how it feels and how it tastes and and this depth of experience that we're having. It feels good because probably for the first time in most people's lives, this is the first occasion where you've actually done something fearlessly. It feels good to be fearless. It feels fantastic to not have any anxiety No worry, no hurry, no sense of having to hurry through anything. You are, for the first time probably in your entire life, in a position of being fearless. Because that's just how determined you become to be able to live your best life. So here we are. We're only on day two, and we're already supercharging our imaginations. And to to just not to only to advance, but to cease in purpose and optimism is the thing that will happen if we don't do this day two. Without optimism, look, there can be no happiness. Day two, we're expecting a successful, absolute, perfected life to begin following our unconditional, and that's, you know what this is? It's a labor of love. This is a labor of unconditional love, and that's all it is. And to me, there's nothing more holistic in this life than that of love. Mm, Yes. It's an abstract that I think artists have been trying to capture since the beginning of time. Absolutely. Through every various art form and music and you know from poetry to poetry writing and, and music isn't true? Artist, yeah Love. absolutely beautiful the most holistic viewpoint of humanity is from the perspective of love and that's where we are on day two a labor of love and it's a labor of love for you it's a labor of love for self not for anyone else so my goodness and you know what you can do this unapologetically loving yourself because here's the deal unless you are unconditionally approving of and loving yourself your your inner self the person that you were created to be you're not able to actually love anyone else not with integrity and not with honesty it's dishonest to say you love somebody else if you don't love yourself so already we're doing something that's to the benefit of everybody Labor of love for yourself. And then the the directive on day two in the guided journal is just this. Dwell upon and hold the thought of the very thing that you are advancing toward completion. Again, we're meditating and dwelling on that. And then at the end of each day throughout the process, we are purposefully being grateful with gratitude to receive everything that we're believing to receive. And we do it just by affirming here on day two, we're saying something like, you know what? I believe I've got the genius right now for my perfected self. And I am casting down doubts by not dwelling on them. I'm not going to dwell on anything fearful. I'm not going to dwell on limitations. I am no longer going to dwell on the the, the words of the bully that lived next to me when I was growing up. I'm not going to dwell on what the mom or dad used to say about me not being... uh, measuring up to what they wanted me to be, whatever it is. I'm not dwelling on any of those things. I am so thankful for a sound mind. I am so thankful for having a healthy body. And now you may be calling things that 
uh, you as you want them to be rather than they are. Maybe you've got some kind of sickness in your body right now. That's not what we're talking about with kinetic belief. We're dealing with the way you are calling things to be. That's how the law of attraction works. So I'm thankful for my sound mind, my healthy body, and I'm so thankful for the conviction of my chosen imaginations. Mm. And it's begun. That is the amazing power of kinetic belief to attract anything into our lives that we're hoping to manifest. You know, I like that the theme uh, that really came through in day one and day two is what we just talked about, taking that taking embracing really that responsibility that we have for our own lives and for our own existence because you know I think the majority of us we don't we aren't necessarily walking around with the biggest alpha personality and so if you do have someone in your life and they have an alpha personality and you have a have maybe a sm- what's considered a smaller one it can be difficult to um, move beyond the uh, I hate to use the word blame but it's so easy to blame other people for how you're exper- having your experience and experiencing life and so just getting all of that out of the way and embracing that responsibility embracing that this completely 100% comes down to what you say about yourself and about your life um, that's such a beautiful natural first step in this process you know Albert Einstein said the true sign of intelligence is not knowledge but imagination. Mm, so true. Imagination. So true. We all started out with that, didn't we? Yeah. In this life, in the in the subconscious, your niece, <laughs> love her to pieces. So imaginative. <laughs> yeah. And at some point in time, those imaginations are going to be squelched by uh, expectations from other people, teachers, and and others. Mm-hmm. We all have those imaginations, the ability to see beyond the now. And that's what it means to successfully go back and become a kinetic believer, journaling your highest viewpoints and thought forms to attract and manifest your best life. Mm. The law of attraction is not a respecter of persons, and it works for everybody. Regardless of where you are in the world, it will change your life, and there is a process. And the process is the very thing that we've been talking about today, and I think we should continue to talk about in the days to come. Absolutely. And a quote that you've given us many times is that our perfected life already exists. And so the idea that through journaling, through kinetic belief journaling, you're working toward this perfected life that's already in existence, that it's a very real, tangible destination that we're working toward, which I think is really beautiful. Well, let's do this now. Let's just work on some visualizations and some highest viewpoint affirmations. This is how we seed these thoughts and ideas to become us and to change us. And then as we go through this, remember, do not allow anything to come back behind you and change your mind. Remain steadfast in these thought processes. And just do this right now. Just visualize that you are achieving your goals that you're setting for yourself to imagine manifesting in your life and you're doing it every day without fail. You're no longer waiting. It's happening for you right now. You're manifesting it and it's in the present tense. Your best life, your, your, your mind, thoughts of genius are pouring in right now. Every morning you are awakening with new ideas of genius that will give you thoughts and ideas and, um, Solutions to problems that you begin to think about and to speak about and you're acting toward. Visualize you're achieving that and manifesting it every day. Now say this out loud. Say, I'm powerful. I am powerful. I'm successful. I'm successful. I'm healthy and creative. I'm healthy and creative. Now visualize the way that you want to look, physically look, and that 
you see yourself that now, as that version of yourself right now, not sometime off in the future, but that's who you are right now, however you desire to look and appear, healthy, physically strong, whatever it is, see yourself that way now. Now say this out loud. Say, I am powerful. I am powerful. I'm successful. I'm successful. I'm healthy and creative. I'm healthy and creative. Now visualize yourself the way that you want to look at every detail, not just physically fit, but what does your hair look like? Your nails, your skin. How does that look right now? Are your eyes bright or are they dull? I could probably answer that one for you, but you fill in the blank. How do you look physically right now? Every detail. Now think about it. See yourself holistically. Now say this out loud. I am powerful. I am powerful. I am successful. I am successful. I'm healthy and creative. I'm healthy and creative. Now visualize what you want with perfect clarity. See it perfectly. Exactly what you want. Say this out loud. I am powerful. I am powerful. I am successful. I'm successful. I am healthy and creative. I'm healthy and creative. Now vividly imagine yourself exactly as you want to be. The person that you have always wanted to be. See yourself with clarity. Outside of your isolated place. Maybe this is uh, three weeks from now or three months from now. You're back into the world and you're scurrying about. See yourself exactly like you want to be. How are you walking and carrying yourself? What do you look like? What are you carrying in your hands? What are you driving? Where are you going? Now say this out loud. I am powerful. I am powerful. I am successful. I'm successful. I am healthy and creative. I'm healthy and creative. Now vividly imagine what your dreams feel like at every opportunity. You don't have any more bad dreams. What do they feel like? What are you dreaming about? Say this, I am powerful. I am powerful. I am successful. I'm successful. I'm healthy and creative. I'm healthy and creative. Now look at the mental pictures of your perfect life every day, wherever you are. And it's got nothing to do with your circumstances. Your perfect life has nothing to do with the people around you. Nothing at all. Your perfect life has nothing to do with the circumstances in the world as they are, or as you're being told that they should be for you. It has everything to do with the mental pictures you are forming for your perfect life. Now say this out loud. I am powerful. I am powerful. I am successful. I am successful. I am healthy and creative. I'm healthy and creative. Now, if you can imagine it, then I want you to know that it can be manifested into your reality because all real things begin with the imagination. The imagination is just as real as a tangible thing. Did you know that the imagination is actually made of particles and particle physics that can actually be measured and seen? Something that's observed is actually changed by the observer. So your imagination is the beginning of the creative process of manifesting substance into your reality. So how you imagine it, it can be and will be manifested. Say this, I am powerful. I am powerful. I am successful. I'm successful. I am healthy and creative. I am healthy and creative. Your future will become the goals and dreams that you are visualizing right now. Everything you're thinking about will be your future. Now say, I am powerful. I am powerful. I am successful. I am successful. I am healthy and creative. I'm healthy and creative. And most of all. And most of all. I am grateful. I am grateful. To be me. To be me. Wow. Powerful stuff. 
love the journal. Just love it. It's such an experiential journal with the artwork and the, and I love that it's a hundred days. It's not, it doesn't have actual dates on it. So, you know, no pressure, just start whatever you want to. And if you miss a day, it's all good. And I just, oh, I lo- I'm in love with it. Well, that was, that's the law of attraction, 100 day guided journal. And we literally just did two days and we didn't even do the full amount of the yeah. guided part of the two right. days. That was just the beginning, the tip of your creative iceberg. That's so true. Wow. What a great podcast. How to journal your way out of any problem. Oh, Meg, I'm so excited it's Friday. <laughs> or I guess too. it's Friday. It's so t- excited it's today. <laughs> that it's today. <laughs> Happy day. Uh, StephenCanyon.com oh. is the website. You can actually, if you can't wait for the shipment of a, one of the Law of Attraction books to get to you, you can actually download a digital version of that from the website. Absolutely. It's just as easy as that. You make the purchase and immediately have access to a download link and you can print it off all at once, a week at a time, a day at a time, whatever. Or you can use it on your iPad, which I think is super cool. Can, it is. Yeah, you can just use it on a PD, any PDF editor app and it lets you write on it and reuse it. Very cool. And I will also say this, if this is your first time uh, working through the uh, guided journal for manifestations, Make sure that you, and you can get this off of the website as well. You can download the Purpose um, Workbook. You don't want to start trying to manifest anything on yeah. purpose until you know what your purpose is. It is a really good way to kickstart this process. It's it's only 13 pages, but it packs a punch and, and really, you know, sort of rockets you into this journey. Let's look at a few more of the paintings of our friend Vincent before we head out <laughs> for a little like bit a, of a hike this afternoon. Yeah, sounds like a nice that? way to spend an afternoon, yeah, let's doesn't do it. it? Okay. okay, thanks as usual for all the wisdom. Bye.